0: hello good day good morning god bless you beautiful people of god around the world wherever you are hearing me from this morning you are welcome to today's edition of marriage diet with festus flourish today is the 28th day of the month of october 2020 god bless you you are most welcome Wow, it's been wonderful going through this series. We've been on this series for quite some time now, and uh, it's really been generating a lot of you know, talking points. And uh, I'm glad that the Holy Spirit has been speaking to us, opening it up to us more and more, and uh, making us see the dimension we should look at this issue about our husbands from. I mean, easily we will condemn our husband. He is not loving. Hey, my husband is not caring for me. Like I said, what if he doesn't have the capacity? Okay. And they were saying, if we're going to change things, if we're going to re-engineer the whole system, we have to look at things holistically. We have to look at the background. We have to look at where we are coming from. And that's why we're talking about the topic who trained this boy to become your husband. That's what we've been talking about now for weeks. Um, If you're having access to this audio and you've not listened to any of the previous audios, uh, please, we encourage you to do so, so that you can be up to date. Otherwise, you'll be so disconnected just having today's audio, but it's okay. I trust that the Holy Spirit will bless you with today's audio, but please do request for the previous ones and we will look for a way to get it across to you. God bless you alright who trained this boy to become your husband and um, we've been talking about the presence of God um, trying to find out or make us understand why our husbands in most cases might not just behave the way we want them to behave because a lot of them actually lack that understanding of being in god's presence or a lot of them don't even have that holy spirit in them you know um being in god's presence okay those of them that are really sincere if you're a man out there you are hearing the sound of my voice you actually want to be sincere you know what i'm talking about let's not pretend about it you 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 drink yourself into stupor you're having a stramarital affairs because it's very easy to say, ah, this man of God, is saying I don't have the Holy Spirit. Eh, hey, no problem, but let's break it down. You are into a affairs. And sometimes you even try to justify it because you feel, ah, I'm a man or a man. Eh, hey, my wife is this. Okay, fine, no problem. Okay, because that's where we are. But what we're saying is, if these things are happening, it means the Holy Spirit is not in you. So let's establish that first as many as are led by the spirit that is sons and daughters of god so if you are doing the things that are not of the nature of god you do not have the holy spirit and you're not led and that's the reason why you will misbehave that's why you will not understand the language of the spirit and the language of the spirit is love is um, forgiveness is meekness is humility you don't have to You you can't speak this language because you do not have the Holy Spirit. Let's not pretend about it. When was the last time you went to church? I may not go to church anymore. And some of you will say, ah, is it by going to church? Okay, no problem. When was the last time you studied the Bible, you sat down, you carried the Word of God, and you studied it? When was the last time? Okay, let's leave that one behind. Okay, when was the last time you prayed fervently, not... uh, pray with one eye, uh, kill my wife, let my wife die. You know, that kind of okay kid demons that are frustrating my business. That's not what I'm talking about. When was the last time you actually did this quality prayer? Only yourself, the way it used to be when you first gave your life to Christ. A lot has changed. It's just that we live in a generation where people don't want to hear the truth, they don't want people to tell them the truth, they want people to. tell them what they want to hear but unfortunately this mandate that God has given to me is not about what you want to hear it's about what God wants to say and I will say it the way it is if you are practicing some of these things I mentioned earlier and you are into worldliness, the spirit of God is not in you that's the reason why you are misbehaving it's as simple as that and we are saying if that is the case there is no point condemning your wife. There is no point blaming her. There is no point making it look as if, oh, your wife is the problem. Because if you do not function well according to the, uh, um, the way you're supposed to function after the Spirit of the Lord, there is no way your wife will not misbehave. Your wife will misbehave if she's not loved. Because a woman often misbehaves when she's not loved. Your wife will misbehave if she's not cared for. You keep secrets away from her. You, she can't predict what is on your mind because you're just always angry. Mr. Hadoski. let me use the word. You're always angry. Any little thing you flare up. Do you know what? Your wife will also misbehave. Because that is not the environment that grooms the woman. Remember what you were called on the day of your wedding. Bridegroom. You don't groom the bride in that environment of anarchy, in that environment of chaos, in that environment of resentment, in that environment of anger. I don't know what my husband would say, whether he will be angry, whether my husband is angry with me. I don't want him to even beat me. You don't groom a wife that way. And I'm saying, well, let's be sincere. The problem bedeviling us is much more than we think, but there can be a solution. If we are all completely dependent on the Holy Spirit, especially for us as the men, men, husbands out there, we have got to understand that there is that, that place of the Holy Spirit. Without Him, you can do nothing. Without Him, you will not know how to love. Without Him, you wouldn't know how to groom the wife. Let's accept the place of the Holy Spirit do you know what i've said so much about this yesterday but i I want to bring this in another dimension please i I want to encourage our wives to listen to this and um, you see in all of this as much as i'm quick to say um the failure in marriage is down to leadership hey friends i'm also saying for men out there i'm saying that there's a need for us to fix things up it can be changed we can change things if we are determined. And that's why I trust God in my lifetime, even if I can't complete this, but I will initiate a system that will change this much more later. It can be changed if we stand on the path of truth and live in the path of truth. It can be changed. If our husbands return back to the place of the relationship with the Holy Spirit, things can be changed. We won't even need any pastor. You will need a marriage counsellor because the Holy Spirit, the spirit of counsel, will rest upon you. He will tell you what to do. The Bible said, you will hear a voice behind telling you this is the way walk therein. The voice of the Holy Spirit will speak to you. He will tell you what is wrong and what is right. He will tell you the place and the value of forgiveness, even in the midst of offenses. That's what the Holy Spirit can do. But hey, let's look at it in another dimension. Now, starting with Firstborn male children. I don't know if you are out there, you got married to a man who is the first son of the family. And you're there, you are a man, you're hearing the sound of my voice, and you are the first male child of your family. Hey, hmm. Let, let me take a deep breath that way. There are so many things that would naturally and spiritually confront you from behind the scene things that would deliberately not want you to even enjoy the presence of god because there are forces of darkness that often contends with first male children in families i'm sure you have heard about this before but you've never really given it a, a strong thought and so wives take note of this if your husband is misbehaving that could just be the reason why he's misbehaving for you as a man you just don't even know what is right or wrong but you know you are trying your best but the best is not just coming out the same way it's supposed to be and your wife is just still complaining there are forces of darkness that will ensure that the spirit of god does no rule in you it will ensure that he turns things around upside down he will ensure that he fights your marriage he will ensure he fights your health he will ensure that he fights your finances and at the end of the day you will keep blaming the wife. No. There every first child, male child, is contentious in the realm of the spirit. In other words, because the first male child belongs to God, but hey, the devil is always interested in what God is interested in in as well. When God says, this is mine, that's the one the devil also wants to compete for. So there is a strong competition for first male children. Strong competition and much more. If we are talking about environment or a kind of parental uh, foundation where before such a child was born or the family that child was born into there are foundational issues okay foundational issues like idolatry idol worshiping or witchcraft foundation or marine witchcraft or even occultism, where one generation to the other is supposed to carry it and extend it and then keep doing it and keep you know, taking it from one generation to the other. If that is the case, it means that, you know, uh, a template has been set in place, conditioned to make your husband misbehave naturally. Let, let me give you a, a practical example. Okay, now if there is a template in your father, your husband's family that says that all male children, which of course is very common in the place I came from yeah, very common. Most male children are never allowed to go far from their family houses. Somehow, there are forces of darkness that often limit them. They go far, they try to make it, they won't succeed. But when they come closer home, ah, okay, things will be moving on well. Why? Because these spirits will not want them to disconnect from their ancestral roots. They know that they are the heirs. Even some parents, those days, I mean, when did Christianity come to Africa? Before the advent of Christianity, some parents would deliberately even go and throw some things behind the scene and make some covenants with the devil. Okay, this child will not, uh, we have to be around because they wouldn't want, you know, um, um, their family has to be abandoned. They've seen it in other cases where children that went far away from the house did so and at the death of their parents the house was entirely abandoned so they wouldn't want to do that or have that so they would lock up those children and they just realize they can't travel out they can't move out they can't go far and it's going to affect their finances and of course they will quarrel before you know what's going on the next thing is you know, the same spirit will push another woman to them. They will marry another woman because there is a spirit that will make the first child to remain in the family house, to have more children, so that the house will be populated. It's a spiritual, you know, uh, act and it has a whole lot of influence on first male children. Or, if the father had been involved in polygamous marriage, Howbeit the man, the father, had married so many wives. The grandfather had married so many wives. There will be that spirit in the family that is also saying, this four son must also marry many wives. So if you, a man who got married to the wife, you both of you were living very well. Of course, you have a very great understanding of yourself. You loved your wife so much. But now you just can't understand why you just don't love your wife anymore. You've tried all you can to make it work. You reconciled, you said, I'm sorry, I won't do it again, but somehow things will just go bad and, you know, there is a spirit that is pursuing you or that is pushing you to hate your wife just so that another woman can come on board, just so that that same altar that often makes male children to have more wives can be fulfilled. I'm just opening up our eyes to see that there's a spiritual dimension, there's a spiritual push. There is something that often push people to do things that literally they would not like to do. And these spirits often contend with the spirit of the Lord in the lives of this individual. These spirits could be what would have been responsible making these men not to even want to go to church or having them disenchanted toward the things of god a man who used to be very fervent some of you are hearing me you understand what i'm talking about you used to be sunday school leader you used to pray but now you just don't know you can boldly say i don't want to go to church if anybody would tell you i mean whatever you're doing at those days you could do such a thing. you will not believe the kind of man that swore, or that made up, you made up your mind previously that you were not going to sleep around with another woman. But hey, look at what you are doing now, and you, you, your conscience is not even picking you. You are not, you are not worried about it because the love for Christ, for the things of Christ, is long, long gone. Again, there are spiritual forces that often contends with first male child. They want to have the preeminence over the male child. you know why? The first male child is that generation that determines the direction of the family. If you look at the Bible, where the Bible often traces genealogies, it will trace the genealogy of the first. Let me give you an example. The 12 sons of Jacob. Um, If you read through uh, Matthew, trying to trace the genealogy of Christ, what you will see there among the 12 sons is just Judah. And Judah that Perez. I mean, what happened to the 11 children, 11 siblings of Judah? Only Judah was acknowledged there as the one that um, um, gave birth to the next generation. And of course, you remember the story. Judah was even the third born. He was even the one qualified. But because Reuben had misbehaved, the, the, the um, uh, honor had to be shifted to the uh, tribe of Judah. But only one child was mentioned. That's the way it is. First male children determine the direction of the family, howbeit, in the generation. So God needs that generation. The devil is also interested. And so that's how the devil will fight things behind the scene. I'm saying this to you, as a man out there, hearing the sound of my voice, you need to understand there are forces behind the scene. There are forces making you misbehave, and yet you think things are normal. If it was not normal before, it can be normal now. If it was not normal when you got married and where you, of course, you knew how wrong it was to sleep around with women and you didn't do it then, it's not normal. Whatever it is that is pushing you, that is pushing you, making you feel, who cares, God's grace will cover. It's not normal. There's a spirit that is always making you and your wife to quarrel. And yet you do not understand that you need to drop this ego, this pride. Oh, this I am the man. There is a spirit pushing both of you apart so that you can marry another woman. And of course, it will be a fulfillment of the same order in the family. That's why I said, why can't we just understand that without... Of, without um? Um, offenses I mean someone committing offense against you love cannot be tested so no matter what it is this woman have gotten to be treated differently she has offended you yes I understand but don't be a serious uh, uh, perpetrator of injustice against this woman all because you just want the woman to change to change to world to change to world the bride has no power to change to become a wife it's the responsibility of the groomer to groom a bride into a wife. The power is not in her to change. Whatever you see her manifest, you are the one imputing seeds into her. She is an embodiment of the seed. She carries the seed. She often transforms the seed into end products. If you think your wife is misbehaving, hey, change what you are imputing into her. Change it again this is why the presence of God is very very vital because if you have the presence of God in spite of these foundational issues spirits from your father's house that are trying to manipulate you will know that this is not normal I I shouldn't hold these grievances against my wife for too long At least you will look at your children and your heart to be softened. I love these children. I I, I don't want to break up with my wife. Some of you, you know, you have issues with your wife. The same woman you used to call my word, my life. Oh, without you, if I don't marry you, I will die. You just don't care anymore. You look at the children, you don't also care about the children. You will abandon this woman and her children. You'll go out with another woman, possibly start raising children with that woman. You would, I mean, I mean, you should be able to look inwards and say, no, this is not normal. The same set of children that I I used to... I mean, I would say I can't do without them. Now, I don't mind divorcing their mother. I don't mind being separated from their mother. I don't mind not even seeing these children again. Can't you see that this is not normal? You are under an influence... It's better to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. But as it is, you are under an influence. And possibly it could just be down to the influence of the powers that be in the family. Powers that had worked against your uncles, that worked against your father, that made sure this person's marriage didn't end in one piece. Broke into pieces, decentralized, had so many wives, so many children. And of course, they died daily. That's the same place the Spirit is pushing you to. Can't you see, you think you can continue this way, a wonderful marriage that God has given you, a wonderful woman that God has given you, you have used your hand to push things away just because you just don't want to do the right thing. Now even if you go get married to another woman or you go out with another woman, have your children, hey friends, you are only just digging an early grave. And I just can't understand why you just can't have a U-turn and say, let me make up with my wife. Let me change things, all right? Let me look at things differently. This woman, okay, uh, maybe she just want me to pamper her a little bit. Let me not be holding on to, okay, I'm the man here. Things must be done my way. Can, can, if I let her have her way, if I let things done her way in this marriage, will it make any difference? Will he also save me from the heartache I'm also having? Maybe I should let her have her way. I should do things in her own way. Sometimes you might need, just need to do that. And all of a sudden, if it's about the woman trying to be dom- domineering, they will see their folly. You will use wisdom to conquer them. You will use wisdom to rule them. But to say you can't be wrong, it's only your wife that is wrong. And to make matters worse, you don't even want to take counsel. You don't want to listen to anybody. Uh, You are digging an early grave now. Find out how other persons ended. Find out how other persons ended at age 64. They died of hypertension. They died of heart attack. They couldn't cope at the time. They were dying on the inside, but they couldn't say it to anybody. And it seems as if you are towing the same line. Have you not noticed that men easily die early? This is one of the reasons why they die early. Because... At the age where they are supposed to have peace, peace will not be there. The children would have been grown up and the children will have the loyalty of their mother because they saw what you did and the kind of division at the time when you had strength, when you're supposed to reconcile the family and reconcile with the wife, you didn't want to. The children saw it. Now that your strength will be failing, the children will now also realize that this man's strength is failing. They are not independent. They are married. They are out of home. Do you know what they do? They take their mother and they take care of their mother. That is why men at that age, they die in silence. Loneliness and boredom will begin to affect them. Can't you think of the evening of your life? You can't always be this way god knows that the man needs companion that's why he said it's not good for the man to be alone the evening is coming it could be miserable if you don't change things look at your children look at your wife change things god has given them to you for blessing don't turn it to royal rumble it's not a fight to finish you can't win an award no trophy will be given to you because you won the battle between yourself and your wife let go and embrace the spirit of god be wise And stop this foolishness. It's just foolishness. Because at the end of the day, you will realize that whatever you sow now, you will reap it in the evening of your life. It's my prayer that you be wise to do the right thing. Reconcile with your wife and live peacefully with the members of your family. And so shall it be in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you. I hope you've been blessed. If you have, share this with your friends and let them have access to this truth as well. And in case you want to connect with us, please do so via our WhatsApp number plus 234-81071-26148. and we will get back to you. God bless you. Until I come your way again tomorrow, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Shalom. Do have a great day.